0: Welcome back to The Company of One. This is episode 197. Today we're talking about how much money should I be spending on my business. So just to put this in perspective, what's going on? Why am I talking about this? Uh, so we, uh, we're we about to do a webinar, and that webinar, we'll put a link in the show notes, but uh, depending on when you listen to this episode, the webinar is going to have a come and gone uh, because the webinar is actually going to happen on October fourteenth of 2020. Uh, but that's okay. It will be recorded just in case you want to uh, listen to it later. So but in preparation for the webinar, which is about online businesses, I am talking to a lot of clients of mine that are doing online businesses. things I can use as examples. And as I'm doing that, I'm uh, I'm really finding a lot of contrast between talking to these. Side hustle people that are making a profit as compared to a lot of the business conversations I oftentimes have that are going in the hole. Using terms like, we are investing in our business. So, I don't like that. I don't like that term. You may disagree. But now, I'm not talking about venture capital businesses where I might pump a million dollars or two million or ten million in hoping to return $100 plus. I'm talking about side hustles, people trying to remove themselves out of their day job or just earn some extra income. If that's your business model, you should be shooting for profit. Profit is revenue minus expenses, right? So if you're spending more than you're making and you're going negative, okay, maybe for a month or so, but if you keep going negative month after month after month, you're going the wrong direction. I realize that sounds stupid to say that. And I realize, eh, I live in the United States. I realize in the United States and other industrialized countries in the world, people are spending more than they make. That's just the trend. Let's not do that. Let's talk about business as it should be. So let's talk about some things of what me and many others would say you should spend your money on. All right, so you, the assumption here is you're side hustling. land. The assumption here is you're trying to grow a business. You want to, number one, spend money on marketing. Now, sometimes it's not real money. Sometimes what you're spending here on marketing is man hours, depending on how you do marketing. By the way, we're probably not talking about putting televisions on the uh, World Series or, or television commercials on the World Series or television at all, usually. But spending money on marketing is usually the biggest issue that will have the greatest impact. Marketing... And sales money generally turns to sales. And as long as you're spending less on the marketing than you are making in sales, you got a winner, right? Now, you may be spending $10,000 a month in marketing and making 12000 in sales, so you're just barely creeping over. Or you may be spending a $100 a month on marketing and making $10,000 on sales. I mean, a Depends on the kind of business, and I'm, one's not necessarily better than the other because businesses change. So here's, here's how I look at it. Here's what I tell people. If you have no income in your business, and you're just starting, you're just cranking it up, you're getting it, bit, uh, doing something, use a budget of something like $10 a week for marketing. Now, that's tiny. I know. Dale, you can't do nothing for $10. Well, that's not true. But just think small. Okay, make sure it's relative. If you have more money to invest, pump $100 a week into it. Uh, Things like Facebook ads and uh, some of the Google AdWords, and if you control them carefully and you do them carefully and you just put limits on them, just let's face it, you can just put limits. Uh, You can get some traction with a little bit of money spent. That doesn't always pan out in the long term. You do have to just play games and, and learn how to do it. But, Putting up simple Facebook ads, testing ideas out, $10 a week, you can pull that off. As you grow your income, you want to keep on doing the marketing. And it's probably going to be one of your top expenses. Now, every industry is different, but I like to kind of keep this thought of about 10% of the revenue or 10% of the profit, depending how you want to look at this. Again, businesses vary. Uh, But 10% should go back into marketing and advertising. You should constantly be marketing and advertising your business. Now, that doesn't mean, again, that you're going to be putting ads up, no billboards necessarily. I'm not saying what kind of marketing. Because for some people, the best marketing you can do, especially in a service-based business, the best marketing you can do is just man hours, where you're just crunching out emails, where you are connecting with people, where you're trying to meet people while on Zoom calls, those kind of things. For service-based businesses, direct contact is usually better than all the other kind of marketing. So it depends on your kind of business, right? If I'm trying to sell shoes, it could be very different. No, marketing is a place to spend money. Number two, a place that you do need to spend money, especially right off the bat or only in certain scenarios. If your business is a threat, to get sued or to have some injury or something like that you you have you need to incur legal expenses now the rule of thumb here i and i'm going to put a link in the show notes to do i need an llc or a business license there's a podcast i did on that uh, a while back but the rule of thumb is you don't need all the legal stuff up front unless number one you have enough wealth it's just kind of a no-brainer. If you have a million dollars in assets personally, just do it. Or if you are in a high-risk business, somebody's going to get physically hurt and sued or, you know, where there's a threat of suit, um, cover your legal issues. My rule of thumb here is shoot for about $1,000 up front for legal, LLC, whatever kind of protection, and probably whatever kind of insurance you need. Insurance obviously will contain and go. But again, if you're not making more than you're paying for insurance, you're doing it wrong, right? So uh, you want to make sure that you're doing that. Number three is people. When it comes time to get some help, whether you need a full-time help or you need just some side jobs done, get the right people. You know, It's better to, if you need uh, a graphic designer for something, it's better to get somebody who knows what they're doing than to make it look childish, to make it look like you're, you're an amateur. Uh, so sites like Upwork, I'll put a link in, if you don't know about Upwork, I'll put a link in the show notes to, to you. It's a great place to find talent, um, and, and not always a very expensive talent either, but it's a great place to find talent to get the work done. I mean, what two of the worst things you can do on small businesses, I think, is to spend too much time doing the work yourself when you're not necessarily that great at it. (laughs) We tend to do that. Or to just hire cheap and then you get bad results or sometimes you spend money and don't get any results at all. So those are the three things I really look at dialing in to, to, to think about what's moving the needle. Marketing, covering my tail with legal issues and getting the right people. Again, the the point of spending money in a business is to make money, not for anything else. Not for nice furniture, nice offices, nice audio equipment, nice video equipment, nothing else. The point is to make money. So we oftentimes get caught up in thinking things are important and they're not. So let me talk a little bit about how you save some money. Number one, and this is the mistake I see being made all of the time. Quit trying to operate like people who are way ahead of you. Find ways to do the work cheaper. Um, In the world of YouTube, for instance, I see YouTubers that are clearly making good money. They have nice camera, nice audio setup, and maybe even a staff. And then I see... YouTubers with small channels, growing maybe, but small, trying to mimic them by using the cameras. You know, we'll get on there and then people say, here's the camera and the audio equipment I recommend. You know what? It doesn't usually matter. A good mic cannot cost, I mean, can cost very little, and the video doesn't, on YouTube people will tell you, that the audio is more important than the video. But your iPhone is such an awesome camera. So hooking a microphone, a cheap lapel mic, or something into your iPhone, boom, you're off and running. There's your movie studio. Lighting, does it matter? Yes, lighting matters. Going off to Home Depot or Lowe's and buying some... Uh, some of those things, and uh, whatever they, the big like shop lights, they're like ten bucks each. Stick a light bulb in them, putting some paper over them. Uh, you can look up DIY hacks for your own studio on the cheap. If you if you're making a money on your studio and your videos, and you want to up the game, sure, go buy the better stuff. But until you're there, hack it, just hack it, make it work. We are all guilty of wanting the cool stuff and the cool toys and to make things easier and faster. But a lot of times, just a little thought, we can duct tape things together and make a process and make things work. So the real issue is we just, you know, I was, I was watching a video the other day because I'm, I'm doing this very thing. I'm setting up a, setting up a video studio, video well, I'm going to say video is not a big money maker for us, but it is. But, uh, you know, ongoing video and the kind of things I do is not where we're making money right now. But we're, we're, we're heading that direction. We're doing some new stuff where we're going to build a video studio. So I've just spent, spent 300 bucks on video and audio equipment. And to me, that's a lot of money. Now, we're a business who makes money. And to me, that's still a lot of money. You may be thinking, that's chump change, Adele. You bought the cheap stuff. The point is, it's not making that much money for us right now to do that. I could have bought higher-end stuff. I could have gone and done. I could just hire a crew to come in and do it for me. But no, that's just not the way I want to work. Uh, so it's it's how can you make this work? How can you hack it out and make it work? Because the difference in quality and in, 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 uh, in what people see it's just not there. Look at anybody, any video channel. Look at, go to the YouTube channel and look, I don't care how popular they are, but look at their early videos. They weren't as polished as they are now. That's the way it should be, right? That's the way it should be. So just get started. Uh, quit focusing on, number two, is quit focusing on the minor issues. And by that, I mean, understand what your customers are paying for. If it's a marketing video you're trying to do one time, do you need to spend a little money on that? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But when the customer is buying your product, let's say you're you have a course, you have an online course on what did I see one on the other day, on gun safety. You have an online course on gun safety. Do they need high definition video, multiple shots, video, all this kind of stuff? Or do they just need the information? And a lot of times what we're doing is we are really upping the game on the things that the customers don't care about. Now, I've talked about this before, uh, but just, just remember to not focus on the minor things. Focus on what is it the customer wants, what's the customer paying for, and what customers are paying for is what adds value to them. Now, do I like nice quality videos? Do I like all that fancy stuff? Absolutely, I do. But I see a whole lot of nice videos with no content or some content that's useless. I'd rather useful content, short and sweet and to the point that's maybe not as high quality. For instance, this podcast is being recorded in a parking lot. Now, I'm usually doing my podcast in a studio with a good mic, high-quality stuff, all that good stuff. By the way, when I say high-quality, I mean it costs 100 bucks. It's a Blue Yeti mic. It's just high-quality. Right now, I'm using an iPhone to record this with an earpiece because it's where I am right now, and I have learned from podcasters that have mega audiences. I mean, there's a couple of podcasters I knew that, that know that do a podcast walking their dogs. Right? So you know the audio quality is not up there. You can hear dogs barking. You can hear cars go by. You can hear traffic. You can kind of those things. I don't care. I think they're awesome. I, I actually kind of like it. I know podcasters who edit every hum and uh and, and stutter and mistake out to make it perfectly polished. And then I know ones like me <laughs> who don't. And I actually prefer the realness better. Uh, it works for me because uh, we're lazy and cheap, right? But uh, I think it was Amy Porterfield, if you've ever listened to her podcast, and she does an awesome podcast, but she, in one of her podcasts, she, probably a year or two ago now, she talked about she was really a perfectionist and she decided to record some without editing perfectly and people liked it better. People liked it. It seemed more real. It didn't seem so polished and perfect in a news studio. It seemed like real people talking. And so I think that's what she went to. Uh, and number three, how to save some money is use what you have and hack it. If you're in the lawn care business, use the lawn mower lawnmower in your driveway or in your garage, not the one you have to go buy $5,000 for, at least when you're starting. Well, you know, when you've got an iPhone, you've got awesome audio video equipment. You can buy a little mic, you can do some things, buy a stand, buy a tripod, you can do some awesome things, buy some cheap lights. I mean, look on there and see how to set up a DIY home studio if you want to do for recording for 100 bucks, you can do it. Set up, a, set up a website for almost nothing. You can do it. Uh, set up a website with a store for almost nothing. You can do it. You can use tools like Etsy and Shop—well, not Shopify. That does cost money, but like Etsy, sell stuff on Amazon. You can do all these kinds of things to grow a business. That's almost free. It's almost free. The point being, the rule of business is to make a profit, to serve people, and to make a profit. And if you're going in the hole, you're doing it wrong. Even for a short period of time, you need to figure out how to turn your business around right now by hacking it, editing it, figuring out what's important, and then just getting down to making money. Well, that's just all I've got to say right now. We'll be back with you next week. Thanks so much for listening.